Good morning. Happy Thanksgiving Eve. Yes. We got we got a video first thing in the morning from Lily had to be at work at seven this morning. And before she went in, she did a Thanksgiving Eve video to send out to the whole family. <laughs> so we laughed first thing this morning. And then she did a tutorial on how to put a sonic visor on correctly. Oh. Yeah. So that was that was fun. Useful information. I wish we I wish we could share it with you. Because now I feel like you're missing out. But... <laughs> well, conveniently, no. <laughs> <laughs> she would kill us. But what we could do is post the the broccoli video again. And... I mean, that's worth that's worth yeah, another yeah. share. I have that saved forever. <laughs> Thank you, Lily. She's funny, and she started the whole thing off with um, how did she word it? Oh, sacrifice. I am. No, she said. I, I'm I'm sacrificing right now to send you all a Thanksgiving Eve video. <laughs> I was like, thanks okay. for the sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. Anyway, so that's how my Thanksgiving Eve started. And you're doing it is Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving for us. Yes. What are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? I think it's just us on, so we could like write in the <laughs> eating. Oh, Bridget's on. Hi, Bridget. Going to grandma's. Not my grandma's though. Bridget's on. Bridget was on last night too. Lisa. Yeah. Oh. Oh, well, hello. Look at that. And Angie's going to grandma's. You're watching. I am watching. <laughs> and it just popped up. See. That I'm watching. Yeah, that's watching. hilarious. Angie's <laughs> watching. Oh, and oh, Tiffany's tough. watching. See if we, if we like small talk long oh, enough. Yeah, they will actually get on. Senseless, useless things. <laughs> hey, my price here too. So we can replace the countdown timer with, with that. this our <laughs> small talk. <laughs> Join us for small talk for the first two minutes. <laughs> I don't know. People seem to need four minutes. Yeah. Okay. I, it just well, seems to be the thing. So yeah, what are we talking about today? But uh, let's talk about ascribing worth again, because ah, it is such an amazing topic. It is an amazing topic. Oh, gosh. I really love that on Sunday, the uh, <coughs> worth-ship yes. uh, phrase you're talking about, which is where worship came from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really, really like that, uh, ascribing worth in worth-ship. Mm-hmm. I know. That hit me too. You can find all kinds of fascinating things on ascribing worth on the Google. On the Google? On the, the Google. Google. Yes. If you know where to look, you'll find all kinds of fascinating things. And there, I mean, just look in your Bible, honestly. We're we're like on an, an old testament thing this this week. It's it's old testament month, I think. Mm-hmm. Because you'll be in the Old Testament this Sunday too, won't you? Uh, some, yeah. Yeah. Nice. So, you've been warned. Bring more than the Passion Translation. <laughs> <laughs> At least have your Bible app ready on your phone. <laughs> right. See here, the Bible app is is welcome. Yeah. Use your technology. <laughs> anyway, it's great. She wants to fight today, so <laughs> watch out. Yeah. can find <laughs> There's just a lot of good material out there. <laughs> okay, well, if we're reviewing Sunday, we talked about Job. We did. Because it is the perfect example of what not to do. 
He starts off so well. He does start, start off so well, but mm -hmm. what really captured my well. attention yeah. is that he he really leaned, when everything started going wrong, he leaned into his own strength and his, mm -hmm. the understanding that he had gained of what he was capable of. And when God wasn't lining up with that, he had to come up with a new theology. And we do that. Like we can find ourselves doing that over and over and over again, where it's like, my life sucks. Mm -hmm. So I need to fit God into this box. And we cannot rightly ascribe worth to who he is by doing that. So that's what I have to say about that. Yeah. Well, you made a great point too about who you surround yourself yes. with. Because if you are surrounding yourself with people who are also ascribing worth to God, who are holding you accountable to who it is that he says that you are, mm -hmm. then you're not going to have to worry about getting off track because those people that are, are sharpening you are right there to pull you back down. Right. Or pull you up. <laughs> Whichever. Whatever directional in. theology you want to use. <laughs> pull you back in. <laughs> pull you back in, yeah. <laughs> Whatever, however you see that. Mm -hmm. I just think it's very, very important uh, about who you're surrounding yourself with because uh, the things that they declare, uh, they do matter. Mm -hmm. They really do matter because, you know, offhanded jokes that become serious words spoken uh, have an effect. They do. They do. It's, it's true. And, um, yeah, community is powerful um and, and i think the other thing that we need to be mindful of is if if we don't have anyone pulling on us there's a problem you know if there's no one holding you accountable then they're the problem and so you, we've got to find like high level thinkers to surround ourselves and that's easier said than done yeah like where do you find these people that's what i want to know and and I, I always come back to this point of like where are mothers and fathers what mm -hmm. are they doing like where where are they? I want to know where they are. Are they just like camping out somewhere, doing their own little kumbaya? Like I, I need them. Yeah. And that's what we have for today. <laughs> we have such a hard time getting up. <laughs> it's early. Is that what it is? I don't know. Maybe we just need to do better prep for our unedited chat. This is why it's. It's oftentimes like slow to get started because we don't prep for it. <laughs> we don't. We sit here and talk about senseless, useless things and then decide <laughs> to hit go live. live. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but Job's life does end well. It does. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, take it away. <laughs> well, actually, I was thinking about it, you know, Job's life. If you think about your life and then Job's life, it's kind of how we are. You know, when we're little kids, it's starting off well. We don't know the difference of, you know, most kids don't know the difference between, you know, a bad life and a good life. And then they grow up and all of a sudden there's tough times and stuff and we're having a bad time. And then when we get older, we realize the stuff that we thought was so bad ain't as bad. And we end life well, you know, if we choose to, if we choose to fight through, you know, our own thoughts and you know, getting down on ourselves, we can end well. Mm -hmm. You know, Graham Cook says that, you know, it doesn't matter how old you are, you can end well. Mm -hmm. You know, end your life well, if, even if you've been the, you know, acted like 
King David your whole life, you know, and you go through his crown, you know, you know, you could choose to wallow in that or be like King David again and come to the Father quickly, mm-hmm. you know, and then end your life well. So keep saying end your life well, don't commit suicide. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. Bridget, that yeah. is so true. Fighting through the thoughts. It is difficult, and actually, mm-hmm. that is where the entire battle is, is in our mind. And yeah. um, it, that's one of the reasons why we have to be surrounding ourselves with people who know who we are, know who mm-hmm. we are, who God calls us. Like, what what is the name that he calls us by? And, and even knowing that in different seasons, because if we don't and we're not being held accountable to that lofty calling, it's going to be so easy to slip into old mindsets and believe untruths. And, um, and that's dangerous. It's a dangerous place for us to be living. And it's, it's easy to do. Unfortunately, it's easy to do to slip into this. Woe is me mindset of my life sucks. Nothing goes well, you know, on and on and on. We need, we need people in our lives that are going to challenge our mindsets to be like, wait, what are you thinking right now? So I have Lily. She challenges my mindsets. <laughs> she challenges my daughter, by the way. That's the difference. <laughs> that is a oh, challenging your authority is is um, that's a whole other topic. Let's yeah. not touch on that right now. <laughs> now, what you're saying though, surrounding yourself with these people and these this, the battle in your mind. Those things that come up in your mind, it's important to share that with the people you've surrounded yourself with mm-hmm. so they can they can weigh that thing as well. Because mm-hmm. oftentimes what you're talking about, we get stuck because we're keeping these things bottled up inside of us and we're not we're not bringing it into the light and sharing what's going on. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's not like permission to grumble and complain right so there's a big difference between bringing things into the light to expose them as lies because lies are only used to cover up truths Mm -hmm. so as long as that's sitting in there it's it's covering up a truth that that needs to be exposed and um we can't do that until we're going to be brave enough to say hey this is the these are the thoughts that that are going on in my mind and and i need help someone to tell me like who am I really <laughs> like get some get some people in your life that will do that for you yes yeah and that's so true but if you have surrounded yourself with people who are truly committed to holding you accountable and sharpening you and and it's it's a group of people you can trust then it's it makes it a little bit easier to start sharing yeah and the more you do it the easier it gets too yeah and, and I'm starting to to see difficult circumstances in a completely different way, or if I can say this, difficult people in, in, mm-hmm. in a whole different way. We had a pastor at one point in our lives who called them EGRs, <laughs> extra grace required, <laughs> which yeah. isn't nice. That's not nice, but it's true. just understanding like difficult <laughs> circumstances, people who are, are undergoing difficult times mm-hmm. and taking that on as, as their um, identity, um, that is a difficult scenario to deal with. But what God has just been showing me is that, you know, because 
if for anyone who's been raised in the church for any amount of time at all, unless you have been fortunate enough to be under like some hardcore grace leadership, um, you have believed the lie that God is testing you. Mm-hmm. And that it's it's always this test that you must pass. Well, I feel like God's challenging that in my life. It, it going like, why are you seeing me this way? Does that sound like something that I would do? Like when you actually stop to to think about what you're considering, do you think that that's what a good father would do? Is to send these tests that that you can't pass. You know, without without his assistance. And what he was showing me is like, I trust you. I'm sending you these, these, I'm allowing you to, that's a better way of saying it. I'm allowing you to walk through these difficult circumstances because I have keys for you. I have keys that are, are going to unlock your destiny and everyone around you's destiny. And and so it's like, when, when you can change your mind on that, realizing like, oh my gosh, he trusts me. He trusts me to walk through this. And because, I mean, like uh, our life for the last, like, I don't know, three, four years has straight up sucked in various ways. There are ample things that are good, but I'm just saying like our personal lives, it feels like one challenge after the other from, you know, lifelong diagnoses to, I mean, it's just been horror story after horror story for years now. And, um, but the thing is, it's like, we're gaining keys to be able to set other people free faster than we are. Because, and that's where my question of like, where are the mothers and fathers at? They hold keys so that we don't have to walk through the things that we're walking through to the depth that we're walking through them. Yeah. You know, we're supposed to have people who have laid down, and there are, I'm not negating that, who have laid down over horrifying situations so that we can walk across it mm-hmm. into a, a better land. And and so I know that that's what our lives are supposed to be marked by, especially as people who carry a, a, an apostolic anointing. That is what your life is marked by. I am willing to lay across this nasty sludge puddle so that you don't have to get stuck in it. And so we've got to start seeing circumstances that are difficult in a completely different light, that it's not God who's sitting enthroned above all, watching and waiting to see how we're going to respond to it. He's in it. He has stooped low to be in it, and he's offering all kinds of knowledge and wisdom surrounding all of these circumstances that we're actually already victorious in. He's just leading us to the victory and we're supposed to be mindful in these situations so we can help pull other people beyond that so that they don't have, so they can go further. I mean, I'm not saying that, that you're not going to experience challenge and we like to, we love this line. He's not going to give us more than we can handle. BS. <laughs> That's not true. Why would we need him if, if that was true? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like. Uh, we are not supposed to lean into our own strength, back to Job. <laughs> not supposed to lean into our own strength, but into his. I mean, that's why mm-hmm. he gives us gifts. That's why we have the fruits of the spirit. I mean, the joy of the Lord is our strength. Yeah. And and so, you know, the majority of people, unless you know us intimately, would not have a clue of the, the difficulties that, that we go through on a regular basis. And um, because of the joy, I'm not like... Mm-hmm. 
tooting my own horn. It's because of the joy of the Lord that, that surrounds our lives, that it, it appears as if life is easy. So that's what I have to say about that. That's good. That is good. Yes, Bridget, I, I have. Come be a part. <laughs> we have. <laughs> Come be a part of what we're doing because I promise you in a community mm -hmm. even this size, we're not big, but yeah. in, a, in a community even this size, we've already had victory in areas that you're likely struggling in. Mm -hmm. And um, our victory gets to be yours. That's how the kingdom works. Yeah. We get to leverage what we have to bring you up to where we're at. And that that's that's just kingdom 101. Mm-hmm. Yes, I didn't. Gosh, we had a lot of comments going on there. Um, I feel like grief can be a key for yeah, sure. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I feel like people who have touched down in spaces of grief, they know their way through the darkness, right. and I want them. You know, like mm -hmm. they they carry a light that knows how to route through those spaces and. Um, when you allow those things to actually touch you, touch you, because we can, here's the deal. Like we can have difficulties come our way, but if we refuse to touch them, we will not gain any victory in it. But when we allow those things to touch us and we actually touch down in them and learn to explore, that's where the victory is at. But when we're like insulating ourselves, which is so not life, when, you know, like we're, and it's not kingdom. Well, and it's not like we're so inundated with this, you know, church homeschool culture that, you know, it's very sheltered. Like, I don't want you to see what the real world is like. And also a bunch of BS. Like you have to allow the people in your lives to touch down in the hard things, the difficult spots of life so that they can gain victory. Otherwise we are at a standstill. Mm -hmm. We're in a holding pattern, not kingdom. Because we've got mountains to take. Yeah. And you can't do that until you've gone through. It's so funny. We had this conversation yesterday. Vince and I were in a conversation. And um, and we were talking about like just seeing prophetically of what is ahead. And um, and, and talking, I mean, you know, prophetic talk is all like, you know, rainbows and sunshine. It's like, you know, scaling the highest mountain and you want to get there. But, but what you have to realize, and at some point that enters the conversation, is like, there are pitfalls along the way mm -hmm. that, that you do gain keys to, like to be able to unlock the way for other people. If you don't, if you just go straight to the top of that, that mountain, without allowing the difficulty to actually touch you, yeah. you don't you don't actually have any victory. It's and a facade. Can't, you can't sustain that. And you either. can't sustain it. Because you have no way you have no idea how you got there. Yeah. Yeah, it is all sunshine and rainbows, but you know, immediately when we entered into that, distraction came popped up and tried to stop it from happening. So yeah. it, it was an interesting little conversation that that happened trying to derail that time uh -huh. so yeah it is but you know what there is there's so much that comes from that because now you get to see what god sees and mm -hmm. now you have inspiration to be like okay yes these hard things are going on but i have a promise and i have some place to go so i love it yeah. i love i love getting into those things mm -hmm. Bridges is talking about rose-colored glasses, and if we pulled those off, what kind of world would we see? Yeah, I mean, like it, it's 
especially those who have been sheltered by the church. Mm-hmm. It, it's scary as heck to actually pull those off and realize like, oh, <laughs> yeah. it's kind of messy out here. <laughs> I have seen plenty of mess over the years uh, and uh, it's not pretty, but at the same time, I'm not going to to look at that through natural eyes. I, I just refuse to do that anymore. I refuse to look at people that way, and and some of the interactions that I've had through uh, through the military. I'm not going to look at people the way that the world would want me to look at them. Right. And so, yeah, I'm going to put on some kingdom glasses. Mm-hmm. Right. So. Well, you have to. <clears throat> to be able to see the distance that God wants us to see. Because we, mm-hmm. if we don't see the promise, we don't know where we're going. Yeah. But you also cannot just think that there's not going to be a mess. I, I, there is. There's always a mess. And that's why you see, that's what, why we see, you know, these really sheltered Christian kids who graduate high school and go wild. They just go absolutely crazy and make a mess of their young adult lives because... They've never seen a mess before. They've been sheltered from it. And so it's actually dangerous to to shelter people from the messes. They need to experience it. And I would say that's probably what we're doing differently. Just with the the wisdom and the knowledge that we have is that I'm not afraid of the mess. What I don't like and will not do is stay in the mess. We can touch the mess. But if you're not willing to move beyond it, I can't help you. Mm-hmm. You got you got to at some at some point grow up and and move beyond it. Realize that this is not who I am. I don't belong here. God has a destiny. God has a promise for me, and it's time to get going. You know. Yeah. So. That's good. Were you gonna say something? I felt like you were gonna say something. It was, but. Forgot it. I have to say it quick, otherwise it goes away. No, okay. sorry. No, I always, I keep thinking. There's always, you can always find uh, beauty in the mess. Mm. I mean, we we got a youth group right now that I think is getting pretty fired up. I know oh, yeah. it is, and you know we're dealing with a lot <laughs> of, uh, I don't know, I'd say religious emotions. Like I've been raised this way. And you are jacking with my world right now, and That's it's, my favorite thing. it's a beautiful <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. I mean, we're watching. Um, we have a young man whose life. I mean, he challenges us every youth group, and it's fun. I actually, look forward to it. And when in his in his challenging ways, he's actually ministering to other kids. You know, he thinks. You know, I don't know what he's thinking, but well, I do actually, but. Um, you know, when, when he's trying to prove a point, he's actually ministering to these other kids. And he, I don't even think he realizes it right now. You know, what he does when he challenges everything that he has learned growing up to what we're challenging him with now, it, I can't even put into words how beautiful it is. Mm-hmm. And he actually led our, our boys last week because we had a women's thing we were doing upstairs. And it went really well. It did really, really well. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, when, what we, what we as with our eyes, you know, with our covered up eyes see as a mess, Jesus is finding the beauty in it and pulling it out. 
And so it's very fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Bridget, there, there is absolutely hope to, to get beyond whatever the, the mess is that, that you are in currently. That's, that's nothing for God. And that's what we have to realize is that when, when we're talking about him being in the mess with us, mm-hmm. that looks totally different than being isolated in, in the mess because you, you not just you don't just have him. If we're all in union and oneness, yeah. you have a company of people who know who God is intimately and will spur us on <coughs> in those things to get beyond it. Now, will there be a mess beyond that? Yes. But once you once you get out of one, once you gain victory in one, you almost like accept it with just like this, like bring it on. And that's what I love about Graham Cook. Like if you can, if you listen to Graham Cook long enough, you realize that like he welcomes challenges. He's like, oh, I know that there is promise in the middle of every mess, and um, and I, I I want us to be like that. I want us to change our mind about these kinds of things and be like, bring it on. Yeah. And I think we do to an extent. If we get a little <laughs> gun shy, but but I want to be as audacious as Graham and be like. Hey, I got a problem. <laughs> and and quickly, willingly jump into that with one another and be like, ha! Well, I see your problem. <laughs> I'll raise you. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's really good. Um, Which we can totally bring back around to being able to ascribe worth to who he is. If we don't allow ourselves to go through things and we can't know God in the, in the various ways that he likes to represent himself, Mm -hmm. like he is so multifaceted. And if we're going to, going to stay stuck in this rose colored glasses, I'm going to steal your words, Bridget space, then we can only ascribe worth to him through those lenses. But there are various lenses that, that he offers Mm -hmm. us to be able to see him through because when we ascribe worth to him in various ways and can see him in a multifaceted way, that actually changes us. Worship, listen, it's, it is it is something that God commands us to do, that we worship the Lord, our God, but it's really for us yeah. because it changes and it alters us when we see who he is in the multifaceted ways that, that he exists. And so it's really like ascribing worth is it's unto God, but it changes us. Yeah. We're the ones that benefit from us. Listen, God doesn't need our worship. <laughs> it's, it's a setup. It's what we get to do it's in the middle of the mess. What we get to do in the middle of the mess. Yeah. Um, Melissa Helser talks about she has an autoimmune disease and she's a powerful worship leader. And she um, she said that one time when she was in so much pain that God just told her, sing your way out. Hmm. worship your way out and so give that a go let's give that a go let's do sing sing your way out speaking of we have opportunity sing? oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> i know she like stared at mike i'm like oh mike <laughs> hold on let me record <laughs> mike will be singing just kidding <laughs> no that's a, his eyeballs Tonight's presence night. Come sing your way out. Yes. Here at C3 
6.30 p.m. We'll just have worship going. And, you know, there's it's not anything that's, we don't have an agenda. We just show up and worship. Yeah. And then say, done. At some point. At some point. Yes. So you're welcome to come. One and all. Come come worship with us. Come magnify the Lord with us. Yeah. All right. All right. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Bye.